the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Arter SEO. Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today from the wonderful city of Orlando, Florida area, specifically in the Windermere area, if you're familiar. Ben Lobby, how are you, Ben? Great. Loving it here. Loving this the fact that we're cooling off a little bit in Central Florida. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I'm going to come up this weekend then because we're not cooling off down here. Uh, it's, still, <laughs> it's still a little muggy down here, but, you know... Uh, but yeah, beautiful weather's coming around. Don't worry about it. It'll be here before you know it. Hey, nice graphic behind you too. I like that. See, every Thanks. everybody should do that, Ben. That's I'm going to use this recording and I'm going to show everybody. Quit showing me your living room and put some good graphics up so people know who the heck you are when they watch this. I love it. Good job. Just, just following your lead. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Ben Lobby, everybody. So- so let's let's talk about the beginning. Um, you seem like you know you nice young man. Um, how'd you get into real estate? How'd you get started? How far back do you want me to go? Well, let's <laughs> the see. Very beginning. I'd like to eat dinner in the next hour and a half. So uh, no, just how how did you get into real estate? Let's just start there. I know no one is uh, no one gets through high school and college and goes, hey, I'm just dying to be a realtor. You might be the yeah. first. So go ahead. Well, so my parents started investing in real estate when I was younger, and I, I always say that, you know, they bought some rental properties and we would talk about it around the dining room table. And because child labor is the cheapest labor, right. um, you know, we would help them flip those rental properties. And I got, you know, front seat of how they ran their real estate business. And so in the back of my mind, I, I saw them create a retirement uh, for in real estate. And I knew that I would eventually do that. But I started college in tech and actually went for a web design development degree, okay. worked as a freelance marketer for five years, uh, got burnt out uh, with that, and then switched over to um, real estate after that. That is a Turned good story. What happened? You have a your, your ring light fall? No, my... Uh, <laughs> My CRM is ringing because everyone wants to talk. <laughs> oh, wow. Work. Hey, business calls. If you got to do it, you got to do it. I totally understand. Uh, that's a great story. The the digital marketing freelancer. <laughs> I I know all about it. So, yeah, I, can, I totally get it. And, and that's that's uh, I think you made the right decision for the for the long term, for sure. So you got started, um, you know, your, your kind of legacy, you know, when I say legacy, you came from a background family, you know, had the experience in real estate. Uh, did you, did you start at eXp? I mean, is that, did you say, Hey, eXp is the way I want to go. Or did you start with one of the, you know, what I call larger box houses or. I actually, yeah. So I started with a boutique brokerage. Okay. Um, so single office brokerage in, in downtown Orlando. And uh, I was friends with the broker and I met a lot of real estate brokers when I was still doing web work and marketing work because I was working for some of them. Um, and then I got my license and kind of interviewed a bunch of them and started this one office. 
And they taught me a lot and started on a team. And then eventually um, someone else exposed me. My sponsor actually exposed me to EXP after I'd been at that boutique office brokerage for about three years. And, you know, six months out, months after he put it in front of me, I was like, I can't get this out of my head. Like the numbers make sense. It all makes sense. So I'm just going to take the leap of faith and make the jump. And then I switched to EXP and then um, just celebrated four years with EXP, August 1st of this year, and two years having being a team leader at EXP. So when I first started at EXP, I was came on as an individual agent. And then two years after that, I started my team. And now it's been two years uh, running a team. So fantastic. Lots of transitions. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fantastic for sure. So we talked about how you got started a little bit and, you know, kind of, you know, what, what brought you to EXP. Let's talk about today. You know, what, um, tell me about, you know, how are you running your business now? Tell me about your team, you know, uh, and you, you look, you got a pretty good team growing there. Uh, tell me how you're, how you're recruiting team members and, and what's going on. Yeah. So we have a team of 35 agents and we spread across the central Florida and Tampa area. So majority of the team members are in Orlando, central Florida, and that's about 30 of them. And then a the handful more are in the Tampa Bay, St. Pete area. And so looking to expand that as well. And it was just the great thing about EXP is it made it easy to scale rapidly. And so mm -hmm. when the reason I started my team is I hit a glass ceiling as an individual agent. And for me, it was too low. And at the same time, I was also, I, I hit icon and I was helping other, um, other EXP agents by being a mentor. Right. And so I had all these mentees and I just was answering the same questions over and over and over again. So I was like, well, might as well just start a team because all these people need help. So then I just, you know, started the team to provide them a another, you know, level of service and launched the team. So we drew from, we grew from zero to nine agents in 90 days, wow. uh, just pulling from people who were already, I was already mentoring. Um, and then just with the rapid growth, you know, then our name got out there a bunch and now it's, um, now our, our agent attraction for the team is a little bit different. Um, the caliber of agent that we're looking for to join the team is much different than it was in the beginning. Um, you know, we have different specifications and requirements that we look at. And so we're a little bit slower to attract and build, but, you know, still two years, 35 agents later, um, you know, there's been more, more than that, but not everyone fits the mold after a while. Right. <laughs> so. Can you share that at all, Ben, or is that something, you know, in-house trade secret or I'm curious and I'm sure others who want to be successful are curious as to what that is and uh, what that, I guess, that process or funnel looks like for uh, for the agents that you're recruiting. And if you don't want to share it for specific reasons, I totally understand. And I think the audience would. Like what the criteria is? That we what the criteria, yeah, I'm sorry. I will, yeah, what the criteria is. Is it so many years, so much uh, in business done or? So it, it ebbs and flows. So when we, when we attract an agent to the team, we try to be very, very thorough because our ideal team member is a long-term relationship, right? We don't want someone who comes, joins our teams for six months and then leaves. That's, that's the quickest way to lose money because right. we invest heavily on them. Um, on the marketing front in the beginning when they join the team and ongoingly with leads. So 
a lot of the criteria is dependent upon, you know, whether they're full-time or part-time. Um, we lean heavily for full-time only agents. Um, we, uh, you know, people who have experience or who have done transactions before, at least three of them, you know, they kind of know what they're doing. So they are higher. So we've pretty much right now, we've stopped attracting agents directly from the school because um, we were posting at different schools and yeah. career resources and getting those agents. But the problem with the brand new license agents is they just need so much handholding up front. On top of all the resources that EXP provides, they still need another level of you know support that just isn't doesn't make good business sense. So gotcha. we kind of got to the point where we're like, you know, go start someplace else, you know, get some training, join EXP, get a mentor, and then join our team later, that kind of thing. Um, just because now we can kind of, we can, we're geared more for an agent that's already producing. Gotcha. That that makes sense. I, I totally, I totally understand that. So, um, you know, you're, you're definitely focused on the ref share part of it. Um, how, you know, how are you getting leads, I guess, for actual listings and, or do you work, is everybody a listing agent or do you have some that are buying agents only or how, how is, what's the breakdown there? Yeah. So for that model, um, we, I never set that, uh, precedent in the beginning when launching right. the team of having just buyer agents or just listing agents. I feel like, you know, there's people kind of fall or lean more toward one or the other based off their personality right. types. Right. Um, and so we kind of push people to do what they feel more comfortable with um, and then provide the education and support once they run into those roadblocks. Um, I think the hardest thing as a team leader is coaching agents and and making sure that what you're coaching them on sticks before yeah. they run into the, the circumstance where they need that knowledge, right? Yeah. So, you know, someone who's never worked with a VA buyer before may not know the ins and outs of, you know, VA lending and the requirements or the contract addendums that are needed until they actually have a VA buyer that says, I want to write an offer. And so it's it's hard to train them on that information in advance when they don't have that person, that customer who is requiring them to learn that, you know, ahead of time. Um, so we kind of just focus on just regularly training agents across the board. Um, but that's also why it's a bit easier when they have experience, because then we can, you know, make those connections based off their past experiences on how they should be making decisions going forward on future deals, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that makes total sense for sure. So tell me, you know, I'm going to come up there one day and, and probably sooner than you think. And uh, cause I'm up there every other weekend, but um, I'm going to come by and visit you. And when I do, we're going to be talking, we're going to be talking real estate. We're going to be talking Florida real estate. And then I'm going to ask you a very specific question. And that question is going to be, Ben, everything's going great for you, friend. But what's the one thing that I can fix for you right now? What would that be? Yeah. One thing you can fix for me. Doesn't have to be a bad thing. Just one of those things that maybe every day you're thinking, I really got to, you know, that we got to get this straight. We got to get this, or I'd like to be better at this, or I'd like whatever. What would that be? 
Well, you live in a perfect world if you don't have one, though. I'll tell you that. No, there's there's a list of a thousand things. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, hey, Ben, just pick one, okay? <laughs> yeah, picking one is harder than giving you an entire list. <laughs> hey, ben, pick the easiest one. Yeah. <laughs> um, new car. So, yeah. Uh, the easiest one is, you know, coming up here and helping me put together a podcast. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that, that you know what, though? What did we talk about right before the show started, right? Exactly that. That's a legitimate, yeah. uh, if, if, if you and I, with that wonderful background that, that you've just got created, you know, you've got the right model in mind. You're doing the right thing. And, and you're right. That is something I can help you with. Getting a good podcast together, every agent out there, whether you're with EXP or not, who's listening, uh, Ben hit, hit it on the nail on the head. That's, that's a great, great point. Uh, you know, get a podcast together and and get known for your personality and who you are and how you work with others because it's a surefire way for people to get an opportunity to see you while you're snoozing. I always say that, you know, it's like a teddy bear thing, right? People are watching you when you don't know it. And as as a realtor, so I I know I'm the one talking sure. now, and it, you're you're the guest, but you hit the nail on the head. So I will help you with that. Sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, okay, so let's put our prognostication hats on. I, I don't have one, but I should. Um, where do you see, you know, Ben Lobby's team or Ben by himself, whatever it might be over the next one, three and five years? What's the short game? What's the mid range? And then what's the end game? So the, the short game is to uh, hire more, get through the market shift and expand in Tampa more. Okay. So take our five agents out in Tampa and blow it up to another 20. Um, so that's, you know, Q1, Q2 of next year. Hire more. We we always need more marketing support. We always need more agent support. Um, you know, I can't be answering calls all the time or nothing would get done. Right. Um, so always looking for that kind of help. And then um, three years. So three years, we want to make a shift. Uh, for the Ben Lobby Homes team from specifically just doing transactions to doing construction. Um, oh, okay. And I think that's like a whole other um, entity and thing that I'm interested in that we've been exploring over the last two years, but just haven't had enough resources um, or connections to pull certain triggers um, so that will be like the three, five-year plan is to really dive deeper into, okay, how can we actually start either um, flipping homes as a team or building homes as a team and, and some sort of design build brand right. uh, just because, you know, you see all these pretty houses going up and these infill projects and stuff being built and I love new construction and I I've been watching too. everyone yeah. else do it for eight years right. and I'm sick of it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love it too, Ben. That, that, that's, you know, I think you, the podcast part, you probably figure out, I think when I come up and visit, that's what we should be talking about development. Sounds good to me. <laughs> you know, that's what we need to be talking about. I got another person just in mind for you has the same last name as me, but you know, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean that I agree, man. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, the, the development side of it, especially in a state where 300,000 people a year are you know, driving their cars and families down. We we need more quality, good new inventory. I that's my opinion. Um, the Florida the Florida gods can make that decision themselves. But yeah, 
that's a but that's a big uh that's a big tangible goal but it yeah. is but it is a big goal you know i mean you gotta have big goals gotta have big goals yeah development side of it is a is a whole different animal but i i think you're just the guy that could get that done eventually you get like bored of just doubling your goals every year so right. you gotta yeah. you know. <laughs> oh, i'm exhausted um <laughs> so <laughs> how could uh okay how could a uh, uh, an agent right now that's looking to work with you know a sharp guy like yourself um how could they get in touch with you or even better someone who wants to buy a home or even better list a home how can they find you Ooh! oh my god they can they can go right there <laughs> oh my gosh that's been there the whole time what awesome. look at that <laughs> hey ben i don't understand why everybody who comes on my show doesn't have that already oh you that know, would be a good idea <laughs> i wonder if i should charge to make those <laughs> I <will> actually. <laughs> wait a minute new business idea yeah uh fantastic yeah so uh, we'll make sure we let everybody know how to get in touch with you and if they see it on here obviously the number and the website uh and social ben, media yeah everywhere at everywhere. Ben lobby <laughs> awesome ben we're kind of winding down one of the things i do at the end of the show i don't think i mentioned this to you um you know i'm just kind of the dj on this deal spinning the records and yeah i'm old i said records and uh <laughs> but you know, carry us out, you know, whatever's on your heart, your mind, your soul, and, you know, give us some sage advice. Uh, you know, tell me something that you really care about and we'll, we'll end the show on that. Cool. Um, that thousand list again, man, if you have, yeah, a, wife, if you have a wife, you better start right now talking about, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Happy wife, happy life. Um, right. Focus on, uh, so right now we're, we're talking a lot about goal setting for 2023 among our team and among our team members, because obviously in real estate, you know, we have a 30 day minimum 30 day sales process. So really what you're doing today lands in December, right? right. Or, or 30 days from now. So, so we're already talking about 2023 and I think it's, it's eye-opening, really motivating to me. Um, and refreshing to hear what our team members want to do and what they want to accomplish, and especially when we dive deeper. And so I know a lot of people have struggled this year. There's been a lot of shifts. There's a lot of shifts that are happening right now economically in our market. And anytime I just kind of feel beat up or like just you're consistently fighting to move forward or pushing the needle to move forward and you don't feel like you're making any impact, I always tend to go back and look at you know, where were we a year ago, right? right? Because sometimes when we're so geared on where we're going next or moving forward, we forget to look back and be grateful from what we've accomplished and how far we've come. And that doing that and pausing for a moment and saying, okay, maybe we're not making progress today or this week, but if we think back, think of all the things we've done since the beginning of the year, that just makes the effort that we're putting in and and may not be seeing the progress today. It makes us grateful for what we have seen and the progress we already have. So highly that's recommend. Fantastic. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's great advice for sure. You know, um, I love it. I love it. Ben, thanks so much for being on the show. I had a really good time. I look forward to actually coming and visiting you and, you know, talking a little shop uh, and, you know, 
watching over the next three, six, nine months, see how things go through the year for you. Absolutely. Thanks so, thanks so much, Ben. Have a good one. Yeah.